and welcome to a new episode of Live Evil Pod. We are back, guys, gals, and all the pals. Live Evil Pod is back on stream on air. You'll probably catch this on Spotify because I am still tinkering with the Twitch stuff. How are you all doing? It is Wednesday, June 21st. LCS is actually back. Um, today is marks the start of the second week. I didn't get a chance to record the first week. I think this summer schedule will be a little bit tough for me to go weekly, but I will do my very best to catch you up on all that is happening in the You Live Evil world, including Valorant. Uh, the, well, let's just dive right in. Valorant has been uh, an amazing year for us. I mean, it started off shaky, right? And now we find ourselves not just in uh, Masters Tokyo. We are actually um, in the playoffs. We've survived. Well, I wouldn't even say survived. We really rocked it and got very, very far into the tournament. And just yesterday, uh, we fought against Fnatic and sort of lost a 2-1 to one, uh, map. So we are now in the loser's bracket. And we will play against Paper Rex from the Pacific League to find ourselves to get back into the grand finale. Guys, we were not supposed to even be here, right? We're not the favorites in North America. And yet, we've gone furthest out of every NA team of the region and then at masters we were not even a favorite there were so many good teams out there loud was out there you know there was i believe drx was one of the ones that were kind of a trendy one nrg and yet at the end of the day we still have a chance to get to the finale not bad not bad all this comes to uh kudos to potter who's really, really brought this team so far into it. I suggest you all tune into Bleed Blue Pod. Um, you know, Fusion will have a greater update on, you know, just walking you through what he watched. Those games were actually happening during like around midnight time here in the Eastern, uh, you know, region. So, or the Eastern uh, time zone. So I didn't get to watch a lot of it. I watched bits and pieces of it. Uh, you know, gotta say, the, the few that I watched from Fnatic, they sure damn look good. But uh, I heard that we really made a comeback in the second uh, round and then, uh, you know, crushed probably uh, in, in, in the third round. Anyways, uh, with that said, please continue to follow us. Root for our boys, uh, you know, Bustio, um, Calm, Demon One, especially, and Ethan. Just uh, our boys are, are doing a lot of lot of good work, and I think I'm just gonna slowly introduce myself to Valorant as well. I doubt that I'll play. Boomerhand does not let me uh, do well in shooters. Transitioning on to the region and uh, sport that I am more familiar with, we are going to break down LCS Week One of Live Evil Evil Geniuses, guys. I got to say, um, they were building momentum as the season started about how our roster is not as bad as you think. Yeah, that's a direct quote from Jat. And uh, I was getting nervous. I was like, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I, did, I, I think our team is good. I want us to be underrated and certainly um, not to be, um, you know, count on as one of the favorites. Uh, but certainly not bad, right? We're going to surprise some people. So... 
we're going to roll in day one. We go face up against NRG, a team that, you know, has all this energy coming in with new branding. They finally changed the name because Riot allowed them. Uh, of course, they switch out their bot laners for FBI and Ignar, so it should be an FBI revenge type of game. Well, I got to tell you, this was a game that we saw the old Jojo Pion, the one that really played his heart out, one that really is uh, kind of seemingly learned his lesson about taking games off in spring. And he played with a lot of fervor. He was on the Gragas and 5-0-9. That was his final scoreline. And our team just looked so good. Um, I wouldn't say perfect in, in terms of chemistry, uh, and NRG was probably a team that's probably in our tier, supposedly. But this whole time, this whole game, we were ahead. And, uh, you know, we didn't die at all. In fact, I think we actually perfect game them, not even giving up a single objective. No towers, no herald, no dragons. And was fairly fairly a strong showing and that got me a little excited it's like all right let's let's not buy into this yet but this is a good look uh the one thing that did stood out to me was armeo played his viego played it very well he was fairly active on the map he's no inspired mind you but you know he did just enough to synergize with the, the mid uh combo and always allowing jojo pion to have an advantage over palafox in the mid and uh, the Lucian Yumi, I was kind of skeptical to go against the Zeri Milio, right? Milio was is a broken champ at, in this patch. Uh, I believe they're playing on thirteen eleven right now. Nevertheless, we prevailed, and that looks really, really good for day one. All right, got a little bit of hype, a little bit of optimism. We're rolling into day two. We have. Golden Guardians as our test. Now, this was a game that I predicted that we were going to be losing because Golden Guardian is going to, you know, carry that MSI experience. They're looking good. And, you know, this game was fairly back and forth in the beginning. Uh, just to kind of walk you through, like, how it, uh, the game went. Uh, Licorice was on the Rumble. River was on Nautilus. Jungle, which is really strange. It works. It works. Trust me. And uh, Gory was on Cassante. Then Stixie, who he picked the Lucian Nami combo for the bot lane. And then we we first picked the Gragas. And this time it went to Revenge on top. Armeo went with the Sejuani. Jojo Pyun went with the Jace. NA Jace jokes all around. Yeah. And then Aphelios, uh, Lulu for the bot lane with uh, Unforgiven and Ayla, respectively. And this game really went back and forth a little bit. I think Jojo. Uh, Kind of got bullied a little bit in the early game, but it didn't matter because at the end he he really just uh, carried the team with his eight four four scoreline. Uh, this was less clean, but certainly it's not the fault of anyone. They just really played well. Golden Guardians, of course, is a strong team. Still, uh, it's just that this game showed that evil geniuses can stand um, up against. At least the the, the pre summer season ranking has everyone has Golden Guardians either uh, mid uh, top two top three, and at the end of the day we took this so this should have given us that boost for more confidence. This really showed that our team may be in the talks of top four, maybe, maybe um, potentially we could go there, and gave me a lot of hype. Started saying, "Oh wow." Our next game is against Dignitas. We could finish the week 3-0. Of course, Discord, 
EG Discord, you guys know better. Uh, even Kelsey kind of chimed in. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't know, right? The ever ever predict the three o weekend for Evil Geniuses. And what did you know? Day three, blue side EG against red side Dignitas. Uh. I'll, I'll, I'll run you down before I run the final score. Uh, we had the Scion for Revenge. Our Mayo was on the Trundle. Jojo is on the Ari. Uh, Unforgiven on Philios and Ayla on Z- uh, Lulu. They had Cassante for Rich. Centaurin on the Sejuani. Uh, Cassiopeia for Jensen. Tomo uh, on the Zaya and Diamond on Rakan. Uh, sadly, I didn't get to watch this game. I was on uh, driving up to a uh, vacation spot right and so by the time i get to chime in tune in i saw wow we we lost this game and this was a game we we were in position to win because we were up early on gold up on kills up on objectives and it all came crumbling down and probably a great uh testament to dignitas for really playing their uh team fighting very well tomo's Alt were very timely in, you know, just shooting feathers everywhere, stunning everyone, and it, it really hurt. It really hurt. I think I think uh, this one, more so than anything, uh, I see a lot of us getting caught out. It was a little bit of uh, uh, lack of synergy in those team fights, but it was a game that we were in position to win, could have gone to 3-0. Unfortunately, very unfortunate that we lost to Dignitas of all teams. Um as I even talk it right now, you know, that that was uh, a big bummer because we're we're giving up games that we should win. Uh and yet it's it's not surprising for evil geniuses to drop games like this. Just I, I don't want to call it randomly, but just we're we're dropping games that we shouldn't be dropping if we want to have ourselves in a conversation for worlds for contention. So that brings me back down to reality a little bit. We haven't even hit the hardest part of our schedule yet. There's C9 out there. There's FlyQuest out there. Uh, there's Team Liquid, who's been looking very, very good out there. And um, just just unfortunate that now we are giving away a game that's that could mean something. I think at the end of the day, it, it could be a loss that will bite us in the butt. So we'll do- come back to kind of talking a little bit about the LCS. Um, because there's there's a couple of things to um, point out before looking ahead into week two, which has already started. Dignitas right now playing against Golden Guardians, even as I am recording this, and it's Dignitas leading. So are we fortunate to beat Golden Guardians because they're not as strong? Maybe this meta is really a a, a big uh, unfavorable to Golden Guardians, or are we underestimating Dignitas, who maybe have found great motivation? Of uh, and being able to play with each other over the summer, uh, I mean, over the off season that they they came together a bit more. They really uh, importing Rich was a strong move, and playing Tomo Diamond at, at Bod was really allowed this team to uh, look good. Well, it's it's hard to say right now because um, I have to follow, see what the end of this game looked like. But um, certainly they they look good for the first half, and they could be a much more active team than what they've shown in the past they're not the passive like slowly uh get choked out and killed type of team anymore and 
uh, we'll see in this evolution because we will be playing against them, both of them, in the future um, fairly soon. Uh, what I would like to transition to is our NACL team. Um, you know, being able to watch the LCS and then the NACL in a different day is really good. It gives me a chance to catch in, tune in on some of the Evil Geniuses Challenger. We are holding our, our own. Uh, we have the team that were supposed to have been played in spring with King back now and uh, no more visa issue. And I thought this was. Uh, a better uh, should be a better showing and our first game was against Maryville University who you know has always been a top uh, college amateur team that can stand toe to toe with any of the challenger teams uh, even if they are backed up by an org and so that's our week 1 and surely we uh, dominated that we took a 2-0 victory over them on just a great showing out of king um i thought you know wow if we had him in the spring, our challenger team was probably much, much better. Um, and and Shaden also played his heart out and looked really good. Uh, and also a good showing from Ryoma, although, you know, it's shaky with him. Uh, him on the Syndra in this game, but particularly in the second game against Maryville, carried with a 10-10 score line. And, um, you know, really enabled us to uh, come away with a, a very... Uh, a 2-0 to start the season. So then we follow up the second day against Wildcard Gaming, another amateur league, and this is where our the, the problems begin to show. We lost 0-2. Uh, this is a curse. We may not go 1-1, but you know somehow we finished 500 at the end of the day, and uh, you know Ryoma did not look good. Smoothie was just like. You know, our bot lane was pretty good. 502 for King and 007 for Smoothie, but everywhere else just got rocked and uh, Ryoma got really caught out pretty badly in that game at every turn. And, you know, we're beginning to wonder like maybe Ryoma is just topped out as a challenger and not even a one of the better ones. No, it's blasphemy to say he has a lot of fans, he has a lot of great uh, support from our Discord crew. In the second game, again, it it looks like glaringly it's like a Ryoma issue with a 0-6-2 scoreline on a Nico, where Shiden tried to carry, where King played, you know, what he typically plays. But uh, that game we got run over by Wildcard, and uh, a big part of that is their top laner, Zamudo. And, um, you know, even even Lens uh, played really well. And... I can't say too much. We got destroyed of a 21 kills to a 9 kill day. So uh, going on to week 2, right? That's how NACL is broken down. Oh, wait, no. Then week 1, uh, we finish it up by going 2-0 and against AOE Gold. Um, another great showing by the bot duo of King and Smoothie and, you know, Shiden wasn't called to do much on this stat sheet, but certainly he's um, mash as well. I'm I'm really interested to see him potentially getting a chance, but if if Armeo is playing so well, uh, he might not be uh, called up as needed. Um, that is a against AOE. It's just a uh, seventeen to fifteen, so that was a close in score. And then the second game, we were fifteen to two. Total kill scoreline, uh, but we finished with a 12,000 
gold lead and king and smoothie were unkillable. Rayoma did not die. Shaiden just hard carried on the kindred there. Um, so that gave us a 4-2 to end week one. Then coming into week two, we started off the uh, week against this guy's toast team. This is awesome. I mean, DSG is uh, definitely a, a, a fan favorite where everyone will root for that team. I root for that team. It's it's great to see uh, the his uh, being in the amateur scene and willing to support a team. And it's just great to see uh, DSG uh, be in, in the NACL. His team consists of, of course, great uh old older players with some lcs talent including fake god there's tomio young meech and zazel so two of the five had played in the lcs for a couple of splits um so tough matchup i think uh that's how we lost the first game against them they were uh really really looking good and this time i think the top uh, soul and shiden did not play well both ended up with a zero three scoreline uh, zero three one and zero three zero, and then game two is where we really were losing the first half of the game. Um, this guy still is we're losing to their team. Uh, they've pushed us very far, but a a late game Ryoma scatter uh, allowed King and Smoothie to really uh, come online and and take that game. We won an eighteen to fourteen kill. Really, really good showing. Of course, we had to split again with them, so that leaves us at a five-three uh, record. Then came day two against Cincinnati Fear. Now this team uh, was strong. I think they they really got far into the spring. I don't believe they won, but they were very far into the playoffs. I can't remember if they. Um, made it to the finals, but they certainly uh, were a team to be feared with Philip Perry, Shochi, Minui, and JJ. Again, some very familiar names if you've been following the LCS scene and the Challenger scene for a long time. They completely destroyed us. There was like zero chance um, of us having any chance to to win this game. Um, they destroyed us with a 19-9 to kill scoreline in the first game, then a 30-16 to Wow, you really into that second game, man. Once more, you gotta look at it's it's smoothie, it's Ryoma, it's Shiden. So everyone has a piece of dying a lot and consistently, and it was probably not smoothie's best game. Um, so really, that brings our record to five and is it five and five at this point? We're back to five hundred, guys. This is gonna be our curse forever. Forever. Uh, we round out week two against Fly Challenger, FlyQuest Challenger, another fellow Challenger team, one of the few that had sold over. And yet again, it's it wasn't pretty. Um, they destroyed us 12 to 1. And in the second game, 17 to 4. Really, it's there's a lot of growing that needs to happen. And for me, I think I'm more um, taken aback by how big of a gap uh, the jungle has shown here. Uh, Shiden did not have the best of games. And if he is in the talks for LCS, I just don't know if I see it happening for this split, if this is what continues. Of course, you can't put it all on him. Um, 
but certainly if you are uh, hyped to be one of the best LCS NECL talent that should play in the LCS, I would have uh, wanted a, a stronger um, performance overall. So we are at uh, five and seven, not pretty. We're under five hundred again. So it only stands to believe that Evil Geniuses will be 500 again, right? We'll win our next two games in week three. Uh, that's starting this Saturday. And yeah, um, what more can I say? We, we're rooting for the boys regardless what happens. Um, with the expectations is not high for either LCS or NACL. So there's a lot of room for us to surprise, a lot of room for us to really... Um, take the league by surprise, and that's that's my kind of story. Just coming out of nowhere, nobody's giving us a chance. The underdog story again, and uh, that will be more exciting to me than more than anything else if we can exceed expectation. Uh, looking into week two, let's talk LCS for now. Week two, uh, we have our first uh. They will be going against 100 Thieves, who will now have quit back. Uh, you know, Nuke Duck played for them, substituted them. I thought, you know, hey, they look very good in their first game. And they should, uh, you know, haven't taken any steps back. But then they lost their subsequent two games. Uh, they lost to NRG in a game that they should have won, I think. Um, and then they lost to Team Liquid, which is understandable because Team Liquid... Very, very strong right now. Um, probably a favor to uh, for for a world spot. And um, they just look like they're coming together much better this time around. So I would say probably Evil Geniuses and 100 Thieves are in uh, a similar tier. Uh, our hope is that Quid has not gelled yet. He literally landed in uh, NA in Los Angeles last Friday. I don't know, last Wednesday. Uh, so he did get a chance for a week of scrims, uh, getting adapted, jet lag is over, yada, yada, yada. But um, we were hoping JoJo will show him a very warm and a welcome uh, by playing mid. Oh, Golden Guardians is now smacking Dignitas. Dignitas just doesn't, doesn't seem to know how to close out this game, which is unfortunate because they learned to close out the game against us. Oh well, team fight's not over, but I think this is this is pretty much over. I think uh, Golden Guardians got this one, eighteen to ten, to end the day. Very good, very good for Golden Boys, uh, which makes me very happy that we beat Golden Guardians. Right. Um. All right. The second day on Thursday will be our last. We're playing the last game again. This time against FlyQuest. Will FlyQuest have turned it around? They are potentially a team that's going to start zero and four if they lose to C nine in the first day. Uh, they lost all of their games in the first week, which is a surprise to everyone because this is the team that everyone was like, oh, they're going to be great now. They they learned their lesson. They gelled together better. Then they lost to TSM. They lost to 100 Thieves. They lost to Golden Guardians. This is a team that hasn't even hit the hardest part of their schedule. I mean, they're up coming up now against C9, and they will play against Team Liquid at some point, but they're 0-3. Uh, if they lose to C9 and their morale continues to stay low, that is our only chance, I think, to beat them 
Uh, and this storyline will be Vulcans against Ayla. Um, I still think Vulcan is a better support player and will be much, much stronger on this team. Um, my expectation is, and I hope I'm wrong, similar how I hope I'm wrong on the Golden Guardians game, I think uh, Fly should win this one with a rejuvenated week with a more focused practice. Uh, but, you know, there's still there's still hope. And then we're going to round out the third day against Team Liquid. Oof. If we don't beat 100 this week, could potentially go 0-3 this week. And that's not something that I want to see, but um, uh, you got to give it up. Tell, uh, Team Liquid is very, very strong at the moment, and they are probably um, more cohesive unit than Evil Geniuses. But um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping, again, I'm hoping this underdog storyline continue to prevail. My expectation is one and two week. Um, if anything, we win more than one game, it'll be a major, major boost to our confidence and I'm surely it'll be a boost to our split. Um, one thing to note is that Revenge did send out a blog that he is grieving for his grandfather's passing and then we are um, we are going to send him positive vibes. It's with heavy heart and I hope that he got the rest that he needed uh it sounded like you know they were he was offered a break but he chose not to he chose to be with the team and uh we'll we'll continue to root for him and uh root that he will uh, you know play his heart out dedicated maybe to family whether win or lose i, I think uh, a good dedication to his, his grandfather if you are watching and listening to this be with him this uh week uh week um and when the, by the time you hear this pod if you don't know about it uh new discussion to uh new eg files is out it's going to be breaking down our first week it's it's a little sus that eg typically release these things after a a good performance of the good week and they go quiet when they have a losing week uh but hopefully they they be they're going to be more consistent with their content because i really really um want to uh, watch how our boys are doing from week to week. Uh, just hoping that they could have released it before the new week started. In any case, um, that is it for Live Evil Pod this episode. How do you like it? I want more fan engagement. Um, I put down a tournament out there, seeing how many games Shiden might play over our mail. Didn't get a lot of um, interaction that way, but I'm hoping that you know. With our season started, even if there's not a lot of fans, those who stayed, those who are um, with us here, uh, stay with us and and continue to root for Evil Geniuses. I would like to hear from you and perhaps even invite some of you to the uh, podcast one time to, you know, pour your thoughts out, to hear from you. Uh, Root for our boys in Valorant. I think this week will be the finale at Masters Tokyo. So I'm really, really hoping that we are playing in the final. So go and be engaging. Hit me up, Twitter, at liveevilpod. And also, you can shoot an email to me, evilgeniusespod at yahoo.com. All that's going to be found in the show notes. So until next time, folks, live evil.